Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. There's those victory horns. They sound for someone. Maybe the they fans. Sound for Tommy Fury. Maybe they sound for Logan Paul. They don't sound for us. They sound for none of us. We did not win today. What is yeah. up, everyone? My name is Sean Oshadi. This is the MMA Fighting Post Fight Show for the Prime Card over there in Manchester. Excuse me. <coughs> Joining me. My good friends, Jed Mishu. Just having the time Hi, of his everyone. life over there. I'm bringing positive energy to this show. Y'all can be Debbie Downers all you want, but look, we just had some things happen that was undeniably interesting, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna poo-poo everybody. Let's have a good time. And of course, the number one Tommy Fury fan in the whole world, the number one Tommy Fury fan I know. Eric Jackman, Mr. New York Rig. Nobody a bigger fan of uh, Tommy Fury than me. The charisma, the fighting skills, it's all there. Uh, count me in. If Tommy Fury has one fan, you're looking at him right here. This is the guy. <laughs> it's just a great night in the Jackman household right now. And of course, our, our legendary producer, the undefeated, E. Casey Layden, who, when are we going to see you on one of these cards, Casey? I think we're missing a real opportunity here. And you're muted. Give me a call, Mr. Misfit Boxing. I will answer that phone and sign that contract. I'm ready. I'll, I'll take. Don't who, be a coward. Yeah, I ain't, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Oh, not you. They're, they can't be cowards. Oh, yeah. Get Casey involved. Uh, all right, fellas, let's just dive into it because some stuff happened. Uh, ostensibly, some fights happened. You know, they they were things some that fights that did happen. Kinda, kinda, kinda yeah, yeah. kinda. Uh, we, so we'll start at the main event. Um, I don't know that we need to go too deep into this, but Tommy Fury takes a majority decision over KSI. Kind of a bizarre fight, a really fitting end to what was a pretty bizarre night. KSI seemed pretty upset about the scoring afterwards. Uh, ultimately, it was fairly disappointing showing from Tommy Fury, considering, at least I thought, but I'll throw it to you uh, over there first, Eric. What did you think about this fight? What, how'd you have it scored? Overall thoughts. Yeah, I, I had the score that we ended up at. Like by the third round, Tommy Fury was was doing slightly more. I'm not gonna say like doing significantly more, but by the third round, uh, Tommy Fury, Fury Fury, excuse me, was just doing more than KSI, and the point deduction is what made this closer on the cards. But ultimately, I'm not sure what KSI's argument would be um for having won that fight he really didn't do anything uh once the third round hit and then as far as like rating performances like they both stink like i don't know how how much more to say than that like i, I don't know how to go more <laughs> than that like they just both stink they're not very good tommy fury should try to go do some real boxing like he want he says he wants to do and ultimately like probably not go very far he's just not tyson hell he might not even be john at this point like i think john and we saw some twitter action i think john could have put on a better performance um he's not very good he's good enough to just be youtubers and i think ksi kind of pointed that out as like a, a feather in his cap he's like you're the boxer you're supposed to be able to to mop me up and you could barely do it but he did just enough in my opinion and uh thankfully we we really probably won't have to suffer through that again what about you, Jed? You were on the live blog here for MMA Fighting. How'd you score that? What are your takeaways from what you watched? 
I had a 57-56. I'm not married to that scorecard at all. I thought we were going to get a KSI win because I thought that the judges would have given him another round and then the it essentially would have been 3-3, three to three, but he got the bonus for the point deduction from Tommy Fury. Ultimately, the judges ended up going with me, 4-2. Point deduction doesn't matter. I think that's right. I don't care. Look, it, it was a good fight, but like, I don't think anyone should have expected that. I don't think anyone was expecting that. I think the fans there maybe got a little unhappy with how that fight broke down. But like this is – I've said this before at other at other sort of influencer boxing things. This is part and parcel of the whole deal and it's not their fault. Like this is just what bad boxing looks like. Have you ever watched bad boxing? It It looks exactly like this. It's either going to be – one dude knows a little something, the other dude doesn't, and so then that guy gets lamped like KSI versus his people who he's fought that are terrible or whatever. Or two guys maybe know something and then it just devolves into a clinch fest because they don't have the footwork, they don't have sort of a depth of skill to create offense in, in meaningful ways and they just sort of collide and then they hold each other and they punch and they feel like they're doing something and the ref breaks and we rinse and repeat. And that's what this fight was. Um we could get more into it. I'm very happy to. Like, I thought Tommy Fury fought like an idiot, um, and that <laughs> did not serve him very well. Because, look, like coming into the Tommy Fury Jake Paul fight in the lead up to this fight, I uh, put uh, the wonderful Damon Martin on blast because Damon Martin convinced me that Tommy Fury is trash, and so that I picked Jake Paul despite all of the evidence in my head saying that Jake Paul was going to lose to Tommy Fury. But Damon convinced me. He's like, no, Tommy Fury is an awful boxer. Damon's half right he is an awful boxer but so is everybody else and he is at least a boxer and has some fundamental principles and against jake paul we saw that he like fought a disciplined fight where he sat behind a jab didn't get out over his skis and just won through activity and being like semi-competent at this for the first three rounds really the first two and then sporadically for the rest of the fight he just fought like an imbecile and ksi was able to win early rounds by doing stuff and Tommy Fury's kind of walking into it because he just got, I don't know, up in his feels or whatever it was. And then they got reckless. If he had decided to be smarter, I think this fight would have been equally as boring, but he would have won pretty like more clearly. Cause we did see that sort of unfold the back four rounds fought with a little bit more discipline. He still couldn't get the jab going. KSI at least was schooled enough to prevent that from really being a weapon. But this is how this fight was always going to look uh, unless it was going to be KSI is really, really bad and Tommy catches him. But Tommy doesn't even seem to have knockout power. So, like, you can't even really catch him. This just is what it was. Um, wasn't great. Probably shouldn't have closed the show, but, you know, here it was. I, I think the part that's interesting is the post fight. Do we want to get into that? Because that was weird as hell. Let's talk about it. Give me your thoughts. KSI certainly uh, had a lot. KSI is very confused about what the hell is going on. Um, I mean, he can appeal. It won't go anywhere or whatever. Like, maybe he should. Maybe he shouldn't have won the fight. I, I truly don't care. There's no, like, he. Th there wasn't a robbery. The fight was just simply close. KSI's comments were hilarious to me as he immediately cries robbery and Tommy Fury doesn't respond very well. And all of his things are... I, look at me. I didn't get – you didn't hit me. My face is clean. Okay. Was Tommy Fury face busted up? You didn't hit him either. Tommy Fury's like, I pushed the pace. Yeah, but you didn't land anything. And then you were clinching me a bunch. KSI, you were doing the exact same things. You didn't land anything either. He – it feels like KSI misunderstands the difference between winning the moral victory, which I think undeniably KSI is the moral victor of this bout, Right. He is a YouTuber, whereas Tommy Fury is ostensibly a professional boxer of some merit or whatever. And that fight was very, very close. KSI wins the moral victory. But KSI seems to believe that the moral victory also should translate to extra points on the scorecards. Like, you didn't do anything either. And then he just got really upset. And I'm not even sure, like... I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why they were so confident they won that fight when it was like very close not to and this is a me thing and maybe y'all won't agree if he won that fight he won it three to three and he won it for a point deduction which is like a 
about the softest shit you can win a fight on. He didn't win it from a <laughs> knockdown. He, If he won it, he won it because the ref took a point. I'm not entirely sure I care about the ref taking the point because this is a farcical event. So who gives a shit if they're hitting each other in the back of the head? I also have an issue with the fact that all they did was hold each other for most of the fight. So like, if you win, it is, it's by the barest of margins. And maybe you shouldn't be trumpeting that as some like grand statement of your superiority. Like it was a close fight. You should have been aware that that fight was up for grabs and you should just be taking the moral high ground of, dude, I, I do this as a side project. I do 800 other things. You do this. You, this is the only thing you do and you couldn't even definitively beat me. And instead he got like actually upset about it and that seemed, that was just a miss for me. So, and then Tommy Fury's whole post fight was weird, but I feel like I've been talking a lot and I, I don't want to continue to take up screen time. You you're also selling Tommy Fury short. Don't don't say that all he does is boxing because poorly boxing. He also is a, <laughs> a, a reality star who lacks charisma as well. In he his, in his other time. he did so Love Island like four about years ago. He did Love Island like four years ago. Unless he no, but now he's got like more stuff. Show. Now he does he? Yeah, okay, there's more. I, there's more. Like the Furies have a reality show. Reverse. Yeah, yeah, okay, the Furies have a reality show. Having so. a reality so, show is pretty weak. Like, they just follow you around and you do whatever you do. It's fine. How dare you? Don't disrespect KSI, like, KSI actually, like, runs a business that's arguably pretty terrible, but whatever, and is, you know, does his videos and is in a music group. Like, he objectively does stuff, and boxing is a side project. So, I, you, take you that more high ground, baby. You don't understand how hard it is to be as pretty as Tommy Fury. Like I have a semblance I, I, of that. Like I, I understand that to a certain degree, but you know, I'm not even I'm not at that level yet. But it's just difficult, man. Like you you like you don't even know the struggles. You don't even understand. You need to hit the bulber and get like a really like really almost plastered on haircut that just looks impossible <laughs> to move with, with like a blowtorch. Like His hair really like is like magic, isn't it? It's like it's like a very specific like illusion. Um, then he has yeah, I'm on. extremely jealous. Yeah, I'm extremely jealous of it. Look, Eric, I, Eric, I oh, said this in the thing. If Tommy Fury could fight at all, that man would be a hundred million dollar boxer because yeah. he's very pretty and he has a very famous last name. And those two things alone have made him millions of dollars. And good God, if he could box a lick, he could be like a poor man's Joshua and still make a hundred million dollars. I agree. That with being that. said, I have. I, I, I wrote this in our Slack during the fight. I have to give Tommy Fury immense kudos and credit for completely and utterly maximizing his abilities as a, an objectively Heck bad yeah. boxer and just an objectively boring person into somehow being uh, this superstar of the influencer boxing scene. It makes very little sense to me that how he reached this position. But then again, oh, Eric... Well, Eric, I know how what he reached this position. His his last name is Fury, and his brother is the heavyweight champion of the world, and possibly the best heavyweight of all time. And he fell into it. Can I? Can we not like? We don't have to call him boring because I'm not sure the man's boring. I'm not. He is not. Oh, I am. Like, no, he's I, not I like a captivating, that. interesting human being or whatever. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't have the it factor, but he just seems like a normal dude. That doesn't make him boring. It just means he's not KSI or, or whatever, which is <laughs> arguably a good thing. Like he just seemed fine. His post-fight speech, other than the part where he directly contradicted himself about what comes next, was like – a pretty good line you know i never I, there's i'm never gonna be tyson fury i'm just trying to be the best fury i can be it's like that's like a legitimate statement to make he's a fine dude and i just don't want us to drag him down into like the ah, oh, this guy's boring and sucks he's bad at boxing and that's that's his flaw i'm, I'm glad you mentioned the post fight thing because i was really confused about that and i'm not <laughs> i i didn't have it had a chance to re-watch or re-listen to the interview, so I'm not sure if I heard what I thought I heard. But so anybody, anybody out here, correct me. Did Tommy Fury essentially say, "I'm done with this. I'm done with influencer boxing. I'm done with all of this. I'm moving on to real boxing." And then say, "Oh yeah, I'll fight the Paul brothers. Any Paul brother can get it." Is that what just correct, happened? Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's accurate. I okay. believe yeah. what he. I believe what he was trying to say, um, and you know, give me a little bit of rope here, but it sounded to me like. I'm not going to fight any other people because I'm bad and I don't want to lose the golden goose, but the Paul brothers are monetarily worth it. So I'll fight them. 
Like that's, that's what right. that so, felt like. So business as usual. Business as usual. Yeah. Eric, I want to turn to you really I'm quickly. Not gonna, I'm not going to go fight can... Slim. <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Slim might beat him. Let's be honest. So, uh, Eric, good I want to turn to you because we can move on from this fight fairly quickly after this. But yes, please. get your thoughts on this post-fight scene, sort of the comments from KSI, him very clearly thinking he won. And also just maybe this is a loaded question to ask you, considering I know your stance on Tommy Fury as a whole, but do you think more or less of Tommy Fury's potential as an actual professional boxer after what you just watched tonight? No different. Zero has changed. I, that's exactly how bad I thought Tommy Fury was. And uh, I still think exactly the same way. So I was swayed in no um, way by this. As far as the post-fight stuff and KSI stance on it, like to me, this feels like KSI in real time coming to the realization that like losing these fights sucks. And like he's been very um lucky to have not lost fights previously um and i think he might be thinking that the earning potential on some of this is going away um i think with you know jake paul having lost to tommy fury and him having lost to tommy fury like it definitely diminishes um the fight that he had set out to get when he initially came back to this boxing space it was supposed to be him on a run and it was supposed to be jake paul on a run and now they both suffered defeat and kind of the luster is a little bit off it i think he was realizing in 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 that moment in in real time that like it kind of depended on him winning here um to a certain degree now don't get me wrong i think if they're able to run ksi versus jake paul there will certainly be a number of people tuning in but over the last year ish and change it has been diminished in my opinion and introducing tommy fury into this equation was probably like not a great idea because as we've kind of found out and stated on this show like he's just good enough to beat influencer boxers which is not very good in the boxing world but not great for the business of influencer boxing if the one guy who's actually a boxer comes in here and kind of just beats everybody so I think KSI is having to deal with the loss, having to deal with the idea that like the earning potential of some of these fights is going to be dinged, having to deal with the idea that like Tommy Fury is definitely not going to give him a rematch. Why? Why would he? What is the point of that? Um, so he's going to have to eat that and just a lot of emotions all at once. There's certainly no rational thought to the idea like that was a robbery because I think he probably knows that was not a very good fight. In fact, I think he said he won one, two, and three, which would mean that he thinks that it was a draw where he then won based on the point deduction. So I don't think he thinks it was a great fight for him, um, but I do think it was it was the business of, of everything kind of weighing on him, and right, rightfully so. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> you you ascribed a whole lot of depth of thought to a situation which to me seems pretty clearly he got caught up in his own hype he he believed that he can box or whatever and was like ah shit i just lost to a guy who's terrible uh, now i'm mad and i don't accept these outcomes like i don't think he's think i don't think any of the other stuff's really true i don't think that this hurt his earning potential i don't think this has done a single thing to lessen the inevitable showdown with jake paul uh you know, I don't even think he won't get a rematch because why shouldn't Tommy Fury give him a rematch? He Tommy Fury is in an interesting spot where he can't go box people because he's bad. Like if he boxes a <laughs> club level fighter, he's going to get whooped up on and that goes down like this is his avenue and he just needs to keep fighting Jake Paul and KSI and Slim Alver and whoever else he can because these are fights he can win and they are the ones that are undeniably going to give him the most money. Him running it back with KSI is – that's just good business. Like he should absolutely do it. If he loses, who gives a shit? Like he's not going to be good anyway. <laughs> so it's fine if he loses to him in the long run because maybe he loses. That sets up a trilogy. I think, I think KSI will get that rematch. I think KSI just genuinely thought he could box and believes he won because all people who fight are somewhat delusional. And that came out in a very visceral way in the, in the post fight and he'll sit down and then he'll go on, uh, you know, uh, the MMA hour this week and he'll be much more measured, but say all the same things in a better way than he kind of outlitted there. Last I don't think, I, I no, don't think Tommy Fury will be in this influencer world anymore. I think, wow. Now, what do you, what do you think Tommy Fury is going to do? 
Tommy Fury thinks he's a boxer. Tommy Fury thinks he, he will go. He cannot box. possibly Look, make even no. remotely comparable money actually fighting the level of boxers with he, that he could beat right now. And more I importantly, and I, and I agree with you. And more importantly, did you watch Tyson Fury's face? Tyson Fury sitting there and looking like, <laughs> "Holy shit, my brother just lost to KSI at this at the ringside." He just said that. They, the Furies, are extremely smart business wise and obviously understand boxing at a very good level. They will sit that young man down and they will explain to him, "We love you. You are our family. We love you." Please, God, do not go and try and fight like a real cruiserweight. Go, we j- nope. Just keep doing this. Look at the zeros on this paycheck. You're going to make a tenth of this and lose badly to random English heavyweight. Don't do it. They, The cooler heads will prevail. The business will win out in this, and the Fury we, family will not allow him to go take that L in the stupidest way possible. We can make a friendly wager on it because I'm. there's no there's no bet. way he sticks around this space. We'll do it. Bet. And this dirty the little wager? secret. What's the wager? I'm here for it. What's the we, wager? We have to take it offline because I'm not sure what the stake should be yet, but the dirty little secret about the Tommy Fury, the whole Tommy Fury experience is actually that John and – and uh tyson didn't think he'd even beat these guys like if you've ever yeah. listened to any interview so they've just, said they don't even think he's going to beat these guys yeah. so i don't think so they're just keep at, from running him in here yeah but he he will lose to them eventually too i th- i think he, i'm i'm very confident i'm relatively confident that he will I'm try so to resume his boxing career in a real I'm, in a real way so yeah let's let's make a friendly way i'm wager. so confident I'm, I'm he will get back into the misfits ring at the minimum Let's against Jake Paul, if not also KSI. Now I'm talking like maybe he comes like the, the next few fights will be boxing, real boxing for Tommy. If he comes back to take like a Jake Paul fight, I could see that outcome, but I'm talking the next few. I will say maybe one fight is real boxing. I am not even sold on that. We'll have Cause to, at we'll some have point, to... Eric, at some point, if he's going to do this, if he's going to go on your plan, you know what is going to happen. He is going to talk to whoever his manager is. I don't, I don't know. His manager is like, I want a real fight. His manager is going to come back and be like, all right, Tommy, you're going to fight Joe Westhead uh, at the ballroom that seats 6,000 people max. And then we're going to paper the crowd. It's probably going to be 400 people. You make 10 grand to box this dude. You'll be the main event and maybe you'll be broadcast on YouTube. And he's gonna be like, well, shit, that's way less cool. And then it's gonna be like, well, your brother's boxing some other dude in Saudi Arabia after he's done with Alexander Usyk, and he's doing his own bullshit. He's like, you know what? Let's run it back with KSI. That seems way cooler. I got a house to pay for. I got a wife. I got kids. I got a family, and I ain't gonna pay for it on ten grand for smokers in Manchester or whatever. No, Tommy. Tommy will just be in a featured bout on Tyson's card. Like Tyson will help him that way. Put him on the card instead of saying, hey, go Dude, continue to do this. There ain't no shit. chance. There ain't no chance that they're going to dirty up him versus Usyk with his shitty younger half No, it's not going to be a catching well, the mitts maybe. from somebody else. They ain't going to do it, man. It you just the said Usyk they don't card, believe actually. in him. They're not going to not believe in him and put him as the – the amuse boost Tyson versus right. We'll find that out. We'll find out. We'll find out. They might I, do that for for Francis, but that's too soon. He ain't going to turn it around that quick. They definitely ain't doing it for we'll Usyk. No we'll chance see. they're doing that for Usyk. I did not have amuse boost being mentioned on this pre on this post show. Well, on it's my not Google an advertiser because he'd be so it. deep on the prelims that it's an amuse boost. I'm super here for it. Everyone in the comments. Let us know what you what we should what these two should wager on that bet because I'm very much here yeah. for that as well. Uh, last thing on this, and then we'll move on. Eric, I already know where you stand because you just mentioned it. But Jed, yes or no? One word answer. Tommy Fury, Jake Paul two happens at some point over the next year. Yes, happens in 2024. I agree with you. That's where I'm at as well. Let's move on uh, because realistically. I mean, we've seen the numbers, we've seen the metrics, we've seen the way that people have talked about this event. This, what we just talked about was the co-main event because most everyone that w- that was going to tune into this was paying attention to Logan Paul versus Dylan Danis, largely because of the lead up, largely because of what Dylan Danis has said uh, and just how ugly and weird and gross and just this whole thing turned into an absolute circus before it even fought, before it even began. And then the fight happened, uh, ostensibly, and you know, 
it was something. I'm not sure it was a fight. Dylan Dennis did not back up his words in any respect. Uh, that was five rounds of very bizarre. Uh, I don't know how you would describe it. A lot of uh, clinching, a lot of holding, a lot of defense, not a lot of punching, and a lot of uh, sort of laughing around and messing around in there, not really trying to win the fight. And then in the sixth round, all, everything just goes out the window. Dylan Dennis fails on a takedown attempt. He fails on a guillotine attempt. Logan Paul sort of hits him with some ground and pound. The whole thing erupts into a melee. Gordon Ryan's in the ring. Jake Paul's in the ring. It's a DQ loss for Dylan Dennis, who was just getting dominated before that. Uh, he comes out, I think, looking absolutely terrible. I think I've seen multiple headlines with the word embarrass in it, including this particular one on YouTube. Tough scenes. Tough scenes for Dylan Dennis. Jed. What do you make of what you just saw? Well, first, shout out to the absolute lunatic in the comments who is arguing that Tommy Fury is better at boxing better people because that's not how fist fighting works ever. Love you for that. That's a that's an incredible take. Uh, yeah, Dylan Dennis did exactly what I thought he was going to do, only he waited a little while. I thought I would have bet all the money I owned that Dylan Danis was going to get himself DQ'd in this fight. I thought it was just going to be in the first round. He was going to immediately jump a guillotine, do some shenanigans. Fight was going to get stopped, and he, you know, could have some sort of moral win in his own mind of see look you didn't want to do it whatever uh the fact that instead he just sort of got punted around the ring for five rounds before doing it is classic dylan danis in that it was lame and shitty any way you did it but at least if you do it immediately there's there's at least an argument that maybe you could box. Like maybe boxing is something you can do. We've just still never seen it. And you were trolling this whole time. This was all a gag to you. And this is ha ha. Here's the joke. Instead, you just got boxed up for five rounds. Not well. Logan, Logan Paul is not very good at boxing, but that makes it worse. You just walked aimlessly into punches for 15 minutes and then did it. So you got the worst of all worlds here. I am desperately hopeful that uh, this means Dylan Danis will not be in our lives much longer um, because I just don't like him very much. Um, he bothers me and I would prefer to have less interactions around him involved in my life. Um, but this was sadly extremely predictable and I think that's why this was the co-main event because the – you don't want to end the card on this, even if the way the main event ended maybe still wasn't great. Eric, Dylan spent the last, what, two months, three months, I'm not sure how long it's been at this point, telling the whole entire world over and over again, I'm the real fighter here. I'm going to do all these terrible things to Logan Paul. He has he has, doesn't even begin to understand what this world's really about. And then he went out there, and I don't know if he threw 20 punches. I haven't seen the stats, but it was just not a lot. There was no offense coming from him. And then to go out the way that he went out, I mean, what it, what it ultimately were your takeaways from what you just saw? Yeah, I mean, to Jed's point, it was a little bit predictable in the sense that, like, he wasn't going to look great, right? Like, even at his best, Dylan Dennis is not shown to be, like, a super capable striker. Um, but it seemed like he was less a little bit tentative for lack of a better word i don't want to call anybody scared um i do think there was a certain element of not wanting to be embarrassed by logan paul right and and open himself up to anything um significant but it was kind of expected in that capacity um and i think we also saw like logan paul is not a particularly dangerous boxer right like of the two uh paul brothers i think it's very clear who's actually um, dedicated to the boxing and and who's more focused on WWE. Um, so yeah, Dylan didn't really take any chances, kind of coasted, was comfortable to to hit five rounds and then, you know, gave into the chaos. And we ultimately got what I think what this fight was billed to be. Um, if you were tuning in for a competitive boxing fight, I don't know if this was the one I would have highlighted um, to think about. And so it, it kind of was what what we expected. I, I really don't know what else to say about it. Like, I, I think that the the drama surrounding it, the hype surrounding it, um, all culminated exactly in kind of what this was. So you're saying that was the result we deserved? Yeah, we deserve this. And to be honest, I'm happy with it. 
I, I'm fine with with it. I mean, Jed, the we talked about it on the preview show, but the babyface turn that Dillis sort of made, I don't even know if you could call it a babyface turn, but just whatever swing in popularity and momentum that man was able to manufacture over the last couple of months with, with the efforts that he put to trolling Logan Paul and Logan Paul's fiance uh, was frankly amazing. It's not something that I saw coming. I didn't think that the world would come around on Dylan in the way that they did. Do you, considering the way this played out though, I mean, is this a worst case scenario for Dylan? Do you feel like all that goodwill that he may have built up is gone? Yeah, I I have to trust that the people on the ground who are saying these things, um, you know, aren't know what they're talking about. It, it, I just didn't believe that he was building up goodwill because why? Like, I truly do not know how anyone could look at any interaction Dylan Danis has had in the past four years and come away with a positive view of him. And I don't say that to be mean. I say that to be entirely factual. That man has had nothing but pretty objectively overt, shitty public experiences um, in, in every interaction I have seen him in. In every interview, everything he has done has all been been very apparently like this guy is not someone that you would want to know or be friends with or speak to and so i was really really confused why there seemed to be at least some push towards him particularly because like i can get not being into jake paul but it's not like jake paul did a whole bunch of super abhorrent stuff on fight week to turn the tides um i don't know it was real weird but by the end of that fight they were chanting logan and there's no there's no credible way to look at that fight and be like yeah Dylan Danis is my dude. Love him. Um, I, if you are, you're a very special boy, and um, I hope you have a great time doing whatever you're doing in your life because I truly do not understand how anyone could come away from that fight and be like, I care to see Dylan Danis do things. What do you think, Eric? I, I mean, if we're going to make like a, a value judgment on Dylan Danis, yeah, like I don't think the dude's a great guy. But I don't think there's any mistaking that like most people were tuning in for that fight. Um, a lot of it due to Dylan Dennis compared to what was being tuned in for Tommy Fury and KSI. Like it, that, that Dylan Dennis and Logan Paul collectively built this card up way better than Tommy Fury and uh, and KSI did, and and people were tuned in for it. Now, whether you whether you like how it was promoted or whether you're on board with the actual message that's being sent, that's a that's devoid, that's separated, in my opinion, from the reality of the situation, which is that Dylan brought a lot of people into this fight. And if you ask me, do I think he would be able to do it again? I do think he'd be able to do it again. In fact, I think if I was a promoter, right, if I was misfits, if I was somebody else, I wouldn't be happy with that fight, no doubt. Like, I, I'm not I'm not gung-ho about giving Dylan Dennis another opportunity. But in a situation where I need somebody to drum up attention, and again, like, separate the value of that attention, separate the idea of how that attention is generated, he's proven that he can do it. And I think that there will be opportunities out here for somebody like him. And we have seen it time and time again that like you don't have to be a good person to draw attention in combat sports. That is just not those two things are not related. Like you can be horrifically bad people. And in fact, some of the best people at drawing attention are horrifically bad people in combat sports. And I think Dylan Dennis has proven that he can do that. And I don't think this hurts his stock in that capacity. Now, would I love to put him in my main event after that fight? That becomes a, a harder thing to swallow and a harder thing to sell. Eric, do you think you could put him in boxing? Because like I agree, you can you could make you could make some. It might not be MMA boxing, probably, it but might, like I, I genuinely don't think you could put him in yeah. a boxing match and expect anything here. Completely agree. Like boxing is okay. going to be a tougher one because you look at him and you're just like that dude can't box. And to be honest, like neither can Logan Paul. So we kind of suffer that at certain times. Um, but yeah, no. I, I don't think it would be boxing. I think if I was an MMA promoter or like if I was desperate and misfits needed somebody, maybe, but really like I would think that an MMA move would be next for Dennis. Like he tried to box. It looked like shit. He probably got paid decently. Go back to MMA, 
try some jujitsu things that could be potentially interesting. Maybe Gordon Ryan's up to give him an opportunity. Um, and that's where I would he go. Doesn't want that. I think he, could sell he does that. not want that smoke. He does not want that smoke. No, of course not. But, but again, like, let's be real. Like he probably doesn't want a box either. Like he needs some money and he needs to get his name back out there and he needs to fight because that's how he's going to make his money. And that's how he's going to get paid. And Gordon Ryan's a name that he's been associated with. Do, make no mistake. I do not think Dylan Dennis would be competitive with Gordon Ryan um, at this stage in their careers. But uh, yeah, I, I think there's things out there for him. I really don't believe that like this was the last hurrah of Dylan Dennis. Eric, let me ask you then, because you're the social media wizard. You're the expert. Sure. Dylan Dennis is very online. He's very yes. much built. He built this fight through social media. Yes. If you're his assistant, if you're his PR wizard, if you're his social media wizard, what are you telling him right now? What's the pivot? What's the reaction? How do you, how do you react to this while still being able to keep some level of momentum? Oh, you just do what Nate Diaz always does. You just pretend that uh, everything went your way, or you know, if it was a if it was a real fight, I would have finished. It. Like you just make stuff up. You just completely fabricate the rules of engagement and what happened during the fight and the aftermath of the fight, and pretend that this never happened, um, and act as if you won without having actually won anything. Um, Nate Diaz has has proven time and time again that that works as long as you have enough popularity and fan base and can kind of uh, drum that up. So yeah, that's exactly what I would do is just pretend that uh, Logan Paul didn't just horribly box him up. That's fair. That's fair. I bet that's I bet that's probably the play too. I wouldn't be surprised. Just build your own reality and then everyone yeah. else, some people will follow it, you know? Jed, were you surprised Conor McGregor wasn't there? A little bit. That's a missed opportunity for him to sow the seeds of something in the future. I mean, you know, he got active on the Twitter um, very comical message about Dylan Danis doing well, which is objectively funny. Um, yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but seems like this is sort of the thing he should have been at. One, because, you know, he loves attention. And two, would have been pretty easy. You know, his name certainly got invoked uh, at the end of that, and it would have been pretty easy for him to sow potential fights down the line, even though they're fights that we've already thought about and talked about and kind of exist anyway. It's always good to get that FaceTime, to get the screenshot, the face off, get beckoned into the ring. You, he can stand there, look menacing and flex or whatever, you know, on the sidelines. So missed opportunity, but he's doing okay in life. He didn't need to be there. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, we'll get to viewer questions here in a moment. But first, I just want to ask you, fellas, because we did just watch a lot of this. We watched several hours of this very bad boxing. What was the most fun moment for y'all in the night? Was there anything that you actually enjoyed? Anything that you actually stuck out to you as a good takeaway? Or like, hey, that was a good performance. Yeah. Anything at all? Dude, I, I we did a roundtable, and I think I wrote this on it. I definitely wrote it. I don't know if we got if we if I cut it or not. Uh, I wasn't super interested in the main two fights in this card because – I have watched a lot of influencer boxing. I would argue that I've watched as much as any person alive because I've covered all of these for us basically um, from day one. We appreciate and your service for that, by the way. Look, I'm I'm into it. I, I don't hate on thing, you know, whatever. It's not good, but it can be entertaining. And like Somewhere one, Donna Corby is like, ah, this is my thing. I've well, definitely watched it. more than you. <laughs> he may, may have, but I've watched all of He may have you that. edged, but yeah, um, you've watched a lot. But – like, and here's the thing. One, I do want to say that this was a great event. Like, you can't take the energy in that crowd came through the screen. That place was fucking electric for it. And like, that's a good vibe, man. Like, that's they they are putting on a pretty well-run professional product that has drawn interest and good for them. To me, though, I didn't care about the top two fights because I I've watched all of these guys fight and none of them are very good. And they don't I don't connect to them personally. But the next two fights were the fights I was interested in. The Salt Poppy Slim fight, because I know both of those guys are two of the better boxers in influencer boxing. They're not like good boxers, but they're better in this world. And Dean the Great, I think, might be the actual best influencer boxer. Um, we got his own failings, but him rematching Wild Sharks in a fight that already happened once and was pretty fun when it did happen. Those are the two fights I was most interested in on this fight card. And both of them can deliver. They were fun as hell. If you were watching this whole pay-per-view, you dropped your 70 bucks or whatever. 
the like you got your monies for being there and i from the vibe of the through the television the crowd seemed to really enjoy them both because they were sick like they were really fun matchups really fun fights wholeheartedly agree on that those two fights are very fun i actually enjoyed both those what about you eric is there anything that stood out to you anything you actually liked yeah i'll be honest like i liked all of it like and as i said in the preview show like this is stuff you didn't like anthony with- taylor don't you lie to me and tell me you like anthony <laughs> okay. taylor Okay, that was That's the thing lie. I like the least. That's the thing I like That's the least. Lie. I will I will grant you that. Uh he derailed the salt poppy hype. Um and and now he, you know another Did hug. The same thing it's King Kenny. Buddy, you um, let Anthony Taylor go hug Tommy Fury for six rounds, he'll do that too. No, well Tommy j- jabbed him up a little bit. Um but uh Yeah, they were Taylor. Taylor. I was actually I was actually at that fight. Because <laughs> wasn't yeah. that the one uh, wasn't that the one in Atlanta? uh was that cleveland atlanta it was one of those but yeah um tommy tommy jabbed him up but uh yeah don't get me wrong like i'm not a fan of that style it sounded like mams on the broadcast is not a fan of what anthony taylor is uh is bringing from a stylistic perspective to the fight uh but i liked all of it like this was just dessert or or not even like this was like overloading on ice cream to, to the point where you're sick to your stomach like it was just that it was it was just the sweets it was just the sugar and you're injecting it straight into the veins and me as a sweets person like i like that and i'm into that i know that this is not high level fighting like i enjoyed slim uh, versus salt poppy and i've never seen dean the great really perform and that was awesome like that dude's really fun dude, dude but i didn't <laughs> Like I wasn't coming in looking for the next great big boxer. Like I wasn't coming into this going like, man, I can't wait to see competitive matchups or like these guys that I'm going to fall in love with as boxing superstars. I kind of was just like, feed me this shit. I don't care. I don't care how this looked like. This is what I'm here for. The vibe was immaculate. And as Jed said, you could feel the energy in the arena. I knew that that's what this was going to be. So I was perfectly satisfied with what this was. I was not looking for the next big thing in combat sports or the next big thing in boxing. And it delivered on that front. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was a success for misfits in, in that regard. And, um, hopefully, you know, there's lessons learned that they can fine tune this a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any like great takeaways. Cause I was kind of just like, I'll roll with whatever this is. I'm in, let me, let me, let me invest. And then I'm in. Well, let's, Welcome let's bring in the deep, great hype wagon is there aren't the a ton of us, jet. but is dude he's fun as hell to watch he got a lot of limitations but uh i got watched him fight on the one of the ksi cards and i was like oh this guy's like he's an athlete which is it like he moves with with precision and speed and he got a lot of failings but man that counter rice that's a dad now that the now that the salt poppy era is over maybe dean oh, the great can be my wow. my new guy you know don't say Salt that. Poppy era lasted less that. lasted shorter time than the, the Machida era, man. Tough times. Uh, we'll bring AC here, the undisputed, undefeated. I will say, fellas, part of me watching this event, it left me a little wistful that we don't have these sort of things for MMA yeah. to this degree, high level versions of it, right? Like you go back to to when we were all younger, you had all the crazy Can't stuff going on. Can't Day one, J- Pride, Japan, all that kind of stuff. I kind of miss some low, like high level production value thing like the fight circus is cool i want some circus fights in mma that are like treated like the super bowl like this why can't we have that anymore why can't you said you said no that can't happen jed i just like, don't think it, i just don't think it i think it has to be fight circus level low and you just can't but, go any higher because bad mma is just really really bad and i think that we get it's bad worse than bad boxing I, worse than bad boxing i don't agree. MMA is infinitely more fun than bad boxing no I don't agree, by the way i think you guys are so we, incorrect we were this we were this close is, we were we were this close to musk and zuckerberg card with a lot of other people who don't know how to do mma underneath we were this close on a ufc on a ufc I do not promotion believe. I do not believe we were that close. I believe we I were think we're, in a different if we, and everyone, They made T-shirts. Like to that we were close. <laughs> they made By the way, I've long. Like, I, I was out ten were close for business reasons, which I understand. <laughs> I don't think we were super ever boxing close. Close. I was. I was out in front saying this fight would never happen, no matter how badly Dana invested, because I just didn't think that uh, Musk wanted to put himself on the line and get Correct. potentially get embarrassed. But. If if Musk had agreed to this, they would have been fighting, and we would have seen the MMA version of this one hundred percent. That was the only wagon. 
<laughs> it was close. Was it? Look, I just miss it. If, well, the thing I is, if we do I miss, this, I miss trotting out Butterbean out there to get leg locked. <laughs> all these things. Well, man. I miss. So, so that's different and fun, and I, we could still maybe do something like that. But if you just get YouTubers doing MMA, it's just going to be bad grappling because it's just going to be two dudes holding each other on the ground where a ref doesn't break them up. Even it's just going to be one dude sitting in guard. Like that's just what that is going to be. It's gonna. I, it would be I awful. think it'll happen only from the perspective that like we're seeing like dudes in BKFC tr- trying it yeah. out from influencer perspective. We're seeing like all the other everything else has been checked off. I assume that MMA will happen in some capacity. Now, will it get the push and the backing and the production of like misfits? Jed's probably right. Like the, there's probably we, not a lot there because the fights might be minutes boring. Of boring clinching in a main event in a sold out arena, we can handle some. That's what no, I'm saying. Bad grappling. This can't be worse. It can't yeah. be worse. Also, we gotta give it a try. We gotta give it a try. Dylan Dennis versus <laughs> pick a YouTuber 2025. Mike Dude, can, can Mike we very Perry. briefly talk about how dog shit Dylan Dennis's double was? That was the worst Ooh, part of the fight for That double okay. was garbage. Okay, it's, when you said like the whole Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz won the fight because he got the guillotine or whatever. Dylan Dennis didn't even get that. Dylan Dennis can't even like <laughs> fake win the fight. That's how he bad. He tries the perform- so hard. That's, a, that's how bad, the, makes that's how bad the performance was. That makes it objectively worse. The fact yeah. that he tried to do that and it didn't work. He hit a. He like shot the double that wasn't anticipated and still couldn't finish it. And Logan just stepped out of it. Yeah, like that was awful. Well, Logan. Logan Awful. stepped to the camera and said, all state wrestler. So don't forget that the credentials are there. He didn't for even, Logan, he was you know? like, no, he was just like, no, I'm just going to back up because this was trash. I will say Is too. There, would there be, I just, I, I badly right, want right. Mike Perry to enter this world. I want Mike Perry to fight one of these no, guys. Mike I don't want it for this. World. He's too good. That's the point. I know that. I'm aware of that. I'm aware that he's Mike, too good. That's what I want to see. Mike, no, Mike Perry belongs in BKFC. He has found his niche. Just ride that train till the wheels fall off. I'm with you. I want Mike Unless Perry like to be the new Tommy Darren Fury. Till. I want him to be the final boss. No, I want I don't all these see dudes it. to want to fight Mike Perry. That is that's no the world. No one will I ever want beat that final boss. No one in this world Perry, will ever beat that final boss. Perry Till could headline a Misfits yeah, card. I'm okay with Paul, that, but I don't want to see. But I don't want to see Perry versus like YouTubers. I really don't. That's just that's I'd just going to be. Sad. I would watch Mike Perry fight Jake Paul, and that probably probably does end yeah. up happening at some point. Jake Paul has the most ability to succeed in this realm I, than any. Of I consider people. Jake Paul the other side. Like I consider him a boxer more than I consider him the influencer in this I'm space. Like I there. I see him closer to. To Tommy Fury. He got I jabbed up by Tommy Fury. I'm not willing to call him a boxer. <laughs> I mean, Sierra. I consider Tommy Fury a boxer, unfortunately, but I mean. I mean, by a technical definition, yes, <laughs> but I. See, Eric, maybe maybe I'm sure. a masochist. You don't want to see Mike Perry fight no. these YouTubers. On the contrary, I, w- I want to see him fight all the YouTubers in a row on the same night. I want to see him fight five YouTubers back to back to back to back Did, and just run it out like that. Like, let's make this a Was race it race Ryan race. Garcia that suggested that? One, I, th- I want to say it was Ryan Garcia. Some professional boxer responded to this by saying, I will fight uh, whoever it was. Like, I'll fight KSI and Logan Paul and somebody else, but... Yeah, it was it was Garcia. I think it was like Dean the Great and a bunch of other guys. Like he said, four (laughs) different guys give give him four rounds apiece, and I'll box them all up on the same night. I mean, it'd be a great move for him. He would win. Uh, Casey, um, what are the peeps saying? What are we, okay. what are we hearing? We'll take a, few, we'll take a few questions. Chat's wilding this whole show. Yeah, I, I'm wild. seeing y'all rage yeah. back and forth. I love yeah. it. You guys are bringing the heat, and I support y'all so much. All right. Uh, uh, oh. This one's coming from Screw You, and then like a sun emoji, oh. which is a real cool like uh, uh, Screw You, son. <laughs> Uh, what should happen for YouTube boxing to die out? Does Jake getting whooped, KO'd, embarrassed by someone like Mike Perry, Tier have a chance of ending it? No, I don't think – I mean you guys can can chime in, but to me this doesn't feel like this dies out until it sort of reaches the inevitable endgame, which is Jake Paul versus ASI, and then at that point I don't know where they go. It, it just peters out like all fads. Like that's – this is a fad, and it's a lucrative fad that it's doing, but it's the same as all fads. Eventually it will run out of steam because – this isn't generating new boxing fans. This isn't 
generating this isn't turning you know boxing fans into fans of jake paul or ksi like this is just sort of a weird thing that is happening if you like it that's great and certainly a lot of people are interested but there's no ceiling here for any of these people in the real world of boxing and there's a pretty finite number of people in the youtube world who are going to want to do this we'll run the cycle out and eventually it'll die and the I don't think that it will die with KSI Paul. I think that is the fight that will be the start of the end, and then it will just sort of peter out. They'll keep trying to push it. Some other things will happen, but like nobody really is tuning in to watch Dean the Great box somebody. It's just not part of it. So it'll just there's, die out in probably two years. I think there's two fights left that people care about specifically in this influencer space, which is Jake versus Logan and Jake versus KSI, and those are the two fights that like. Ultimately, once we reach that inevitability, it will lose its steam to Jed's point. Like that might not be the last bit, but that might be the death knell. Like there might be a few after that. The only thing, and I say that because they've basically run out of combinations of guys to fight, right? Now it's like Tommy Fury versus KSI. Nobody cares. Nobody really cares. It's only because Tommy Fury was a common opponent with Jake Paul. They're they're kind of just like round robining and beating around the bush and trying to stretch this out as long as they can until they can reach ksi versus jake paul but ultimately they're running out of combinations and once we see the fights nobody really cares they're not that good fights like they're they're kind of boring and they're kind of like bad so ultimately it's it's all leading toward that the only thing that would potentially inject life into this is if conor mcgregor entered the space and now all bets are off and now the extent the shelf life on this is extended significantly because conor mcgregor could really sell anything um he can sell the new fresh matchups with jake paul he can sell the matchup with ksi he can sell the matchup with whoever you can put anybody in there uh forever even nate like whatever that looks like in a boxing capacity so that's the only thing I think that would really extend it beyond that. But otherwise, it's really Logan versus Jake and KSI versus Jake. And those are the two that anybody's even going to care about from this point forward. I just feel like there's someone's going to come out of nowhere, just like the Paul brothers, for me, at least came out of nowhere. And I don't know. And next year, it's just going to be some other dude who I've never heard of. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why does everyone give a crap about this person? And all of a sudden, I'll tell you, they, I'll they tell you who that flying is. Flying to Cincinnati to cover a fight. <laughs> I'll tell you who that is. And there's a reason you'll be flying to Cincinnati. It's you, Casey. It's you. <laughs> You're the end game for all of this. Once we introduce you into this into this pool, and they realize no one can beat you, that's the end of influencer boxing. Casey beat it. Yes. How long do you want to keep questions? How long do we want to keep questions? Because we had the co-main event about to start in the, some ultimate fighting well, championship. Well, don't you know. worry. We're going to have 15 <laughs> full minutes of this co-main event okay. at the minimum. I do have to live blog the main event, but I've got a solid 20 until that happens. Right. Let's do two more Jennifer, questions. Jennifer Maya, Viviani Arujo is going to go to this. <laughs> um, okay. I saw this question. Maybe I'm doing the math wrong, but why, I can't figure this out either. James I, Perez says, I how the hell don't one know. judge have it a draw with a point deduction? It's impossible for it, it to was, be a draw. It was even I mean, the, rounds. So how did I you don't get know. I have no idea. That's a he, great question. He did not factor in the point deduction is the only way. Because I, I had the same thing. I was trying to figure it. But he, it was 57-57. Uh, I had it 57-56 uh, for Fury because that's how the total. So I think it just had to have been no point deduction so really should be a yeah. split decision is correct is there if a they, way if, i'm if, i'm if really terrible so. i'm really terrible at doing math on the fly is there a way to make that work if it's a nine nine round rather than a ten eight round no oh actually like, that probably works yeah let me math that real quick but i think that's right well wouldn't it be if yeah like, i went to college no, that would be, no, be 56 56 <laughs> yeah because nine nine would be 56 56 wouldn't it Okay, so I'm, 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 I haven't mathed in a while. I don't do I don't do of six rounds. Six rounds kind of throws me off. So true. Yeah. I, I engineered my whole entire life around the fact that I don't need to do math. So like I'm, I'm the wrong person. To ask it. All right. I feel like that can't be right, but I'm I'm just gonna roll it because I'm also not good at math on the no, fly. Uh, if you so a fifty-seven is three ten ten or three ten points and three nine points. So a nine nine does work. Oh right? boy, this is spectacular. Does it? I don't know. <laughs> the the real main event of tonight is someone needs to give us a long division problem, and then all four of us sit here and try to work out the long division problem. I could do long, long division. division. All right. Um, I don't know if I could. Uh, I would think that it would have to be 
57, 56. I don't know. Okay. We'll move on. Somebody <laughs> better at math. This is great. This is great. Uh, all right. Last one. This is coming from Alexander, and I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name. Do you think Jake Paul Tell versus KSI is next? I don't. No. Nope. I think Jake, Jake Paul's Paul going to fight Fury. someone. Yeah, he's going to fight Tommy Fury. Or, you know, another MMA name, something like that. They're going to do Tommy Fury and maybe maybe Mike Perry is the a 5% chance, but I'm pretty confident Jake Paul Tommy Fury too is on deck. I'm going to buck the trend and say, yeah, we'll get it next. Well, I think that fight is next year. I just don't think it's next. But we've, Did you guys we've have eaten fun? around the edges with that enough. We should just get it done. Did you guys have fun tonight? Yeah. I don't... I had a really good t- time to start. Um, I got a little tired of it down the stretch, but it's just because there's a lot of, there was just so much hugging tonight. And like, that's the thing you don't want. And it's where we got to is a lot of those fights devolved into the worst kind of bad boxing. What about yeah, you? there was, there was some, there was some slog in it, but like, again, I came in this, this was expectation. Like I, I yeah. really didn't have much higher than this. Um, expected and it delivered in that capacity it felt big it felt different um and i was happy to have it do i do i want it to replace my my regular diet definitely not this was uh the, the trip to the to the sunday shop but it was it was fine casey you have fun yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say yes <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah just a ringing endorsement yeah ringing endorsement. i think I think I would have had a lot of fun being there. It really did seem like that place was seemed like a great off. crowd. Yeah. So, and a uh, big fan of the illuminated child behind the ring. Still don't understand what that was about, but that was funny. Apparently, that, that's was I don't know if that was a child. Was I think that, that might have been that's a grown man. That's hot. Oh, it was it? Yeah. Like arch enemy oh. or something. Yeah, Ariel oh, said it was that. Grown that man. I, then I feel less good guy about or whatever that. his name yeah. is, but I I don't know. I don't have and, any and idea. And this is just brilliant production, like more horrible production. They they put a spotlight on that person. There was like <laughs> there was no other spotlights around the around the ring mm-hmm. except for that on that one. I don't want to say child, that one person. And it was they were yeah, building up to something. That's good about that now. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you guys have to kill the buzz? <laughs> well, you know. I think that's it for us. UFC, as we said, UFC co-main event. Heck yeah. Maya Arujo. The fight they are They are moving around this cage. They sure are moving around it. They're not clenching. They're not hugging. Yeah. They're, 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 oh, yeah. they're also not combating either. <laughs> so. How dare you? Uh, well, you know, heck of a night. Very weird night. But I'm glad you guys joined us for it. Uh, we'll yeah. be back probably relatively soon. I'm not sure who's yeah. going to be on the UFC post show. I know Casey, you'll probably be there. I'll be here. Jed, you might be there. Uh, I'm going to we'll be there. Out. But uh, we'll see you guys soon. We appreciate you for hanging out with us. I hope everyone has a great rest of your weekend. You know how it goes. On to the next one Sunday, MMA Hour Monday, and then the train keeps rolling to next week, which is the big week. I can't wait for next week. It's going to be so much fun. You'll see. 294. I'm getting booze from Jed. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but anyway, we love you guys. We love you guys. We will see you very soon. Let's go, Deepex. Dean the Great, you're next. Is that his name? Dean the Great. great. Nailed Jake Cycle. Yeah, he sucks. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent... 
You want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch, against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. <laughs> 